Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. As you know, I love Florida. I lived there for a long time. Uh, I now live in the great state of Texas, but I love the great state of Florida. And I spent a lot of years there. But I find out now that something has to be done. All right, there. This must be taken care of. Uh, we know that over the past five years, more than 10,000 Burmese pythons have been captured. Okay. And now we find out that they are spreading like wildfire in Florida. The rapid uptick from the first time Burmese pythons were found in the wild back in 1979. And then they didn't find another one for another 16 years. And then in 95, they captured a couple. I always believe that maybe after Hurricane Andrew came through in 92, that that freed a lot of pythons and then they began to uh you know take care of a little python business out in the wild which i think still kind of holds true but right now we have a real issue um that in florida uh they call it an invasion front of these burmese pythons so i don't know what governor DeSantis plans on doing i know every year we have the hunt Maybe we have a year-round hunt, okay? But that something needs to be done. This cannot go on, all right? I get it that we have the hunt and they have cash prizes and we have fun with who who killed the biggest and who killed the loudest and who killed the prettiest. Got it. Don't care. We need to have an actual python hunter group sponsored by the state. Yes, I want the government involved. That's fine. Or we can do it privately. I don't care. But either way, something has to be done. This will not stand to have Burmese pythons growing like wildfire in Florida. Because then what happens? They continue to roam around the southeast of the country. And pretty soon, we've got Burmese pythons coming across into Florida. Are coming across into Texas. And then... We're going to have to take care of it, and it just might be too late. Can't do it. This cannot happen. <laughs> if we're going to have a government bailout, let's have a government bailout to kill the pythons. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Sometimes we look at Canada and say, Oof, I can't believe that's Canada. And other times we go, yeah, yeah, that's right. A Canadian judge has just ruled that giving someone the finger is protected under the country's Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Good. You know, for years, I told people at the end of my show, I did a show for years uh, called The Fisher Files. And at the end of The Fisher Files, that particular show, I would tell everyone to go out and (laughs) give someone they don't know the finger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was just a stupid way to end the show. And I would always say, go out and 
uh, see somebody you don't know, you give them the finger for me, okay? And then my board operator would give me the finger, and I would say, no, not, not me. You don't want to give me the finger. You want to give somebody else the finger. And that would be the way we ended the show. It was just a stupid way to end the show. However, uh, of course you can give somebody the finger. That, that's America, but not in Canada. So they went to court. Uh, two guys got into a big fight. Police were called. Arrests were made. And they went to court. And the judge ruled that the nearby surveillance footage did not collaborate to some of the accusations and that were made. And he said no. He also said that uh, offending someone is not a crime. That's a line that needs to be used in this country more and more every day. Offending someone is not a crime. The judge said the complaint, the complainants are free to clutch their pearls in the face of such an insult. However, the police department and the 911 dispatching service have more important priorities to address. Amen. So I am a huge fan of this judge and this ruling. Okay. Offending someone is not a crime. Speaking of fingers, did you see uh, David Byrne with his hot dog fingers on the Oscars last night? Now, I, I know, I know that it was a big part of everything, everywhere, all at once. Got it. Uh, I have not seen the movie yet. So, you know, everyone who hasn't seen the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, just saw David Byrne with his hot dog fingers as he was singing the song from the movie that was nominated for an Oscar. And you thought, oh, of course, of course, David Byrne has hot dog fingers. Of course he does. That's David Byrne. But it was, uh, you know, in reference to some of the scenes in the actual movie. But the Oscars were last night. And uh, I mean, we had uh, we had uh, we had some, some we had some interesting things happen. We had Nicole Kidman. People were concerned about her on the red carpet, thinking she was a little, uh, you know, inebriated. Maybe something else going on. We had uh, Gaga, who performed. Uh, she tried to rescue some photographer that tripped and fell while she was walking in. Kind of sweet of her. Uh, Hugh Grant was a big dick on the red carpet to the interviewer. I watched the interview and I thought, you know, he just he's he what could have done things a lot nicer. So I don't know what happened before. Uh, what's her face was interviewing Hugh, Ashley Graham. She was doing all the interviews on the red carpet. I would love to be there on the red carpet, interviewing these people, chewing the fat at the Oscars would be awesome. I don't think they'd ever let that happen, but I would love to be, have chewing the fat at the Oscars. Uh, we had, uh, Jimmy Kimmel hosting. He did okay. I mean, what, what more can you do? I mean, you just have to kind of ride it out and, uh, you know be a part of it the ending that when he ended it, it was pretty funny he ended it we joined good morning america already in progress he walked off uh, had the big sign there that said number of oscars uh, without any injuries one he flipped the sign over to one i just got you know it's funny uh, it was, that was a good way to end the oscars i will say i saw uh michael b jordan and jonathan majors walk out Am I am I the only one that saw Jonathan Majors have like these clown shoes on? Is he does he have an issue with his feet or something that I'm unaware of? Because 
house yeah when he walked out with michael i was like what is happening and he's got these giant like clown shoes on and they only show they showed him walking out and they showed him like one other shot as he was standing there you could kind of tell that he had these giant clown shoes on so maybe i don't know if i'm supposed to say anything i'm supposed to say oh that's that's right he jonathan's got uh you know foot deformity i don't know it was just like what is happening as he was walking out on the stage so maybe it was you know it's probably just me and they gave some love to angela bassett and then i saw her i mean her reaction when jamie lee curtis won her oscar ooh, was not good uh, Angela, you, you should have stood up. You should have gave him a little, uh, got a little clap there, or something, man. You did not look happy. She was pissed that Jamie Lee won the won the Oscar. It's actually, I mean, I love Angela Bassett, no question, but I kind of like Jamie Lee, although she's kind of a nightmare too. But uh, aren't they all, Jeff? Yes, they kind of are. But I will say, Angela, baby, what are you doing? Come on now, it's the Oscars. You maybe you stand up anyway. She didn't even stand up. She looked unhappy. It was like. Ooh, okay. Now, I don't know. Maybe her and Jamie Lee have a little history that I'm not aware of. Or maybe Angela was just pissed and thought she should have won. But the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. I mean, they took home seven Academy Awards. Uh, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Film Editing. They did not get Best Actor. That went to Brendan Fraser for the whale playing a fat man yeah it's okay he's not uh, you know he's just appropriating a fat man and he wins an oscar okay all right congratulations brandon all quiet on the western front got three uh, academy awards uh best cinematography best original score what was the other one that they got oh best production design it looks like a movie to see i have not seen that movie yet so you know it's worth a watch Overall, I would say that the Oscars were kind of boring this year, but really that's what they wanted. Uh, you know, I saw, you know, John Travolta welled up when he came out for the in memoriam with, uh, you know, the incomparable Lenny Kravitz playing music, which was fine. It was a great, it was a fine segment, and they've launched their in memoriam uh, link on the Oscars website because last year they screwed up and forgot to mention somebody. So, you know, of course, the first one they're going to mention is Olivia Newton-John. That's why John Travolta was there. Uh, yeah, I got it. Okay. I got it. But overall, it was, you know, just kind of boring. What's his face from everything, everywhere, all at once? Whatever his stupid name is. The writer talked about uh, dressing in drag as a little kid, which is in harm to no one. We know. And that's not the point. The point wasn't, uh, the point isn't, kids dressing and drag at home uh we're not trying to stop that what the point is is that people going out to drag shows with their children and what you're teaching sexually in elementary school um you know it's just that's the kind of thing that drives me kind of insane and they just had the 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 what's his face the guy that won uh best supporting actor i think from everything everywhere all at once uh he talked about how he and his mom came here uh, on a boat spent time in a refugee camp um and now he's on the largest stage in the world he said he was living the american dream i mean yeah that's awesome that's what it's all about uh coming to america illegally working hard and creating something 
man, I mean, it doesn't say more of America than that. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. If you, like me, need to spruce up your yard a little bit, I've got a way for you to do that. Fastgrowingtrees.com. I don't know about your yard, but my yard went to, well, heck, all heck. (laughs) It went to all heck this winter. I got dead bushes on top of dead bushes. I just went to fastgrowingtrees.com. I ordered some green velvet boxwood shrubs. I'm hoping that once they arrive, they will look as good as I'm planning on them looking. Um, Fastgrowingtrees.com will help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. shipping. Fastgrowingtrees.com plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant shrubs and tree varieties for your unique climate. Uh, Mayor lemons to evergreens and everything in between. Happy plants, happy home, right? <laughs> but sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do the best. No problem, because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. I am uh, looking forward to my uh, green velvet boxwood shrub arriving. They will be arriving very soon. And with Fast Growing Trees 30 Day Alive and Thrive Guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. Join 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy. Do that now. You're going to get 15% off your entire order. 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy. I mean, when you look out your front door and you see those dead shrubs, you don't want to see those dead shrubs. No, you don't want to. Uh, And I'll tell you who else doesn't want to see them. The HOAs. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy. Fastgrowingtrees.com dot com slash jeffy get 15 percent off fastgrowingtrees.com slash jeffy okay so this weekend kicked off the first stevie nicks billy joel concert in los angeles two icons one night <laughs> that's all the videos i mean i look i like billy joel i've seen him a couple of times live I saw him, uh, my, one of my favorite shows was he and Elton John together were awesome. And I'm sure that he and Stevie Nicks, what I saw was grand 70,000 at SoFi for Stevie and Billy. I mean, Stevie's 74 now, Billy's 73 and they're still touring with two icons one night. I mean, it's amazing. And they started, they kicked it off in, uh, in LA and now we're moving on. I mean, they've got a show here in uh, DFW at Arlington, uh, which would, you know, be uh, the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, AT&T. Uh, they have uh, Nashville, Philadelphia, Columbus, Kansas City, Foxborough, Baltimore, and Minneapolis. 
So if you get an opportunity, you may want to stop in and see uh, Billy and Stevie. A lot of the videos, I mean, I loved the videos from all the fans uh, quite a ways away. Uh, it's so far, 70,000 people. A lot of videos happening from far away. I mean, you had the big screens going on, which is really cool. Uh, and that's what you're going to get at most of these stadiums. Is uh, You know, you've got the live stage, which is a million miles away. But you do get the big screens to see it, you know, make it. So you're live and up close. But uh, two icons, one night. <laughs> Stop dragging my heart around, man. Billy comes out. And, of course, this was the first show since Christine McVie died so she was you know crying because of that and we had Billy doing uh, Stop Dragging My Heart where Tom Petty was so uh, it's just a, it would be a good show to see if you have an opportunity probably should do it so not only I mean this weekend did we have the Oscars I mean we had uh, The Last of Us what's their season finale was uh, last night for those of you listening live today is the 13th of March 2023 I didn't catch The Last of Us I'm going to catch that today <laughs> I'll let you know there's only so many things I can watch in a day okay uh, then we had uh, the mayor of Kingstown on uh, Paramount Plus uh, do its season finale uh, it was a little disappointing Especially, you know why it was disappointing? Because I don't know when the next season is going to be. Jeremy Remmer is still, you know, rehabbing up in the mountains after he got run over from his stupid snowplow. And so let's get to it. I mean, we're ne- we're never season three may never happen of Mayor of Kingstown, and it could be another eighteen years from now before we finally see it. So you know, it's kind of disappointing in that I'm, you know, there's not going to be a season three for quite some time and i would have liked it to have ended a little differently but they didn't ask me <laughs> they didn't call me they should have emailed me chewing the fat at the blaze.com i'd have been happy to you know take a take the call they could have you know messaged me on twitter at jeffy jfr facebook and instagram is jeff fisher radio and jeremy if you need a cameo <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you you know if you're busy rehabbing and you want a cameo you can just reach out to me it won't be free I, I'm, not, I'm gonna have to charge you some money for cameo that's the way it works cameo is kind of like it's my new ad campaign for cameo cameo is my pimp and uh so you have to if you go to cameo at jeffy jfr uh then i get a, i get a cut from the pimp for uh you know sending you a message it could be happy sad glad whatever whatever the case is it's out there for you. I did get an email at cheeringthefatoftheblaze.com that said the next time I compare myself to a sex worker, please remember to say, love you, longtime Joe. Well, I mean, come on now. It's a different type of sex work. But it is a sex work. So maybe, maybe, maybe you're right there, Edward. I just don't know that to be true. And then uh, I got some more emails. Actually, I went through the, my emails, uh, quite a few emails uh, today. I also have a joke of the day from an email from Michael that we will use. I got an email telling me that uh, Fredericksburg, Texas is a charming little town. Uh, and that if you don't like the av- uh, activities in that town, you can go down to the dance hall in Lukenbach, Texas. Don't even get me started singing that stupid song. And uh, then I got an email from Tanya about the Royals. Uh, talking about Harry and Meghan, uh, didn't they relinquish their titles? Yeah, they had a big fight over the titles, but they get to keep them forever. It's their deal. They're the prince and princess. They just, you know, he's second in line for the throne. I mean, he's the second son, right? But I, I don't know that he ever gets it. I don't know if that, you know, that will ever happen. Uh, William will cough COVID on 
Harry before that happens. He's got William and his son are the next in line, baby. I don't even know if Harry, I mean, technically Harry's still in line, but not really. Uh, that's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen with, with Megan around, I'll tell you that. He needs to go back to the, and, you know, all reports about them coming back to the coronation. Who knows? Uh, they need to be there. There's no doubt about that. Well, he does. Uh, I, I, I would perfectly happy with Harry going and Megan staying back with the kids. But she won't allow that to happen because she's not going to let them get their hooks into Harry when she's not around. That <laughs> is not going to happen. You know, no matter where they're staying, they can't stay at their little stupid Frogmore cottage because Dad took that away from them. They gave them uh, their trading places with uh, the brother. Uh, <laughs> Charles wants Andrew out of the castle and uh, sent him off to Frogmore. And he wants, and he said, yeah, they can just have Andrew's place. Then if they come here, they can stay. <laughs> they can stay in Andrew's place as long as he is not in the same dwelling as me. <laughs> I know he's my brother, but I don't like him and I don't want him around. So, you know, we'll see what happens with all of that. And then I saw where uh, HBO, speaking of shows, uh, I see where HBO shared uh, a new look of True Detective. I love True Detective. They've done a great job with that. There's a new one coming out with Jodie Foster. Night Country. Looks really good. Uh, You know, we've had the ones with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson and Vince Vaughn uh, and uh, Michelle Ali. Uh, I mean, awesome. So uh, this features uh, Foster as Detective Liz Danvers. Uh, works along uh, Kelly Race to find a group of men who have disappeared from an Alaska research facility. Uh, the photo shared by HBO, the two actors on set, makes the new season look equally cold and mysterious. Yeah, it looks, looks really cold because, I don't know, it's in Alaska. And when you're in Alaska, it's cold. <laughs> So, according to this, uh, the two detectives uh, must unravel the town's history in order to fully unravel the truth behind their case. And that's about all they had to say about the the new show, The New True Detective. So, we have that to look forward to anyway. Night country. And that's what happens with murder. I mean, Ben Matlock said it best. uh, Murder is a messy business. And when you're in a small town like that, everyone has a secret. And things start to unravel quickly. I could just write these stupid shows. I love them so much. I love them. Oh, and uh, one last email from Dixie. Uh, Dixie emailed ChewingTheFat at TheBlaze.com. In her email, and I, I, I have not confirmed this, but I'm just reading what the email says. Uh, 1923 has signed for five years. Apparently, her sister uh, rents some stuff in Montana. And, uh, you know, that, that work is still ongoing. Um in this email, it says Harrison Ford is arrogant, flies to the set in his helicopter every morning. Yeah, I mean, did you see him last night at the Oscars? He's such a... Ugh, don't even... I understand that. And um, I guess people are a little unhappy with the Hollywood people out there in, in uh, Montana. But, you know, I bet they bet they love the business brought to the, brought to the company. I'll tell you that. And uh, also Dixie talks about Jeremy Renner, who uh, has a home. Yeah, I know where his where his home is, duh. Apparently, uh, he the reason that it saved his life is because the uh, ran over him in the snow was like a you know a soft bed for him, which is why he didn't die when the old cat ran over him. Okay, uh, whatever the case is, it's going to be a wise season. That right there, I don't care about. I, I'm glad he's still alive, 
but uh, because there's a possibility of other Jeremy Renner work to be done still. But uh, the show that I care about, last uh, Mayor of Kingstown, is now over two seasons, and I need him to be up and working to get me three or four, to get me a couple more seasons left. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, and uh, that needs to happen. That's all I care about. Okay? All right. Thank you. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So who died today? Who died today? Costa Titch. Of course you know who Costa Titch is. He's the South African rapper. He has passed away at the age of 28 after collapsing on stage at a festival. So don't look at me like that. I know what your first thought is. We don't know that. We don't know that. We just know that the footage showed him stumbling and falling on the ground during his set and they helped him up on his feet and he continued to perform and finished a track and then a few seconds later he fell down for a second time so i know i know i know the 28 year olds are dropping all the time <laughs> like costa titch so rest in peace costa titch dead at the age of 28 we also have, uh, who else who died today? Bud Grant. Bud Grant, dead at the age of 95. He was a Hall of Fame coach, led the Minnesota Vikings to four Super Bowl appearances. Never won one, though. Uh, I was looking at some of his uh, stats. He uh, reached the playoff 20, playoffs 20 times, played in 10 championship games, and won four titles. However, none of those titles, yeah, they didn't ever won a Super Bowl uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so there you go. But he was synonymous with the Vikings and also with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And remember, not long ago during the playoffs or the end of the season, I just remember watching a Minnesota Vikings game and Bud Grant was up in the up in one of the boxes and they showed him on, uh, they showed him on TV like, there's Bud Grant. He's 95 or maybe he was 94 then, I don't know. And... Uh, I was like, wow, Bud Grant is still alive. I couldn't believe it. I, I, seriously, I was like, holy cow. We may have even talked about it here on the show because I was like, holy cow, Bud Grant is still hanging around. Well, uh, he's still hanging around, but not for much longer. Uh, so rest in peace, Bud Grant, uh, dead at the age of 95. Now, speaking of Minnesota, we have a man who is dead at the age of 77. His name is Lawrence V. Scully. Now, Lawrence who had been previously been convicted of molesting a child way back in 1979. Levi Axtell, a 27-year-old, uh, just walked into the police station in Minnesota covered in blood and confessed to beating a man with a shovel 15 to 20 times and using a moose antler to finish him off. <laughs> okay, dude, calm down. But no, he did, would not calm down. And maybe... 
I thought this guy was doing something to my daughter, I may grab a shovel myself. I don't have any moose antlers to grab, but a shovel for sure. So he told police that he had known Scully for a considerable time and suspected him of sexually offending against children in the past. He filed a protection against Scully a couple years ago, and then that was later dropped after several weeks. Okay. So a witness heard screaming and reported that the individual was driving to the police station and he drove to the police station and confessed. So he's in prison or jail now uh, on a million dollar bond. Uh, his attorneys said he's a flight risk or the you know state's attorneys said he's a flight risk. He'd previously, they used th- this as why he's a flight risk. He previously had been found guilty of disorderly conduct and underage drinking both misdemeanors in 2014 come on now the guy you know there's got to be evidence of this guy maybe there isn't maybe the guy maybe he just lost his mind over the 77 year old (laughs) lawrence v scully maybe levi couldn't take it anymore and he just thought he was preying on these little kids but if there's evidence that the scully 77 year old was uh making moves on little kids I don't know that there's a jury around that's going to uh, convict old Levi. So they'll probably work out some kind of deal. Uh, so Levi will definitely, I mean, he can't go unpunished for killing a guy. <laughs> if, if Levi, if Lawrence was not in the act of molesting a child at the time of getting beaten, uh, you know, you got to kind of do your, do your time for murdering someone, don't you? Don't you? No? Okay. Well, but never mind. Houses of the hoity-toity. I see, speaking of Nicole Kidman and uh, Keith Urban, you know, both at the Oscars last night, I see where they are uh, beefing up security at their Australian home, the Southern Highlands Estate. Uh, they have now got uh, approval for a gatehouse at the Bunya Hill Farm. Uh, the gatehouse is going to cost about $32,000, $33,000. It'll probably come in at about 50 once they're done. And the application was approved by the council, so they're going to have uh, security guards on the premises when they're home. Huh. All right, so not when they're not there. We're just going to lock it up and not worried about it, right? They have, uh, right now, they also hire portable entry gates for the property as well as portable toilet facility for the security guards when staying on the farm. Oh, okay. So the guards are still there when they're there, but uh, now they have a place for them. See, they're so nice. That's so nice of them. The place is, uh, well, it's kind of dumpy. I don't know that anybody could actually live there. It's on uh, 45 hectares. Uh, It has uh, traditional sandstone verandas, pressed metal ceilings, a grand carved cedar staircase, and ten original marble fireplaces. (laughs) Uh, Since buying the dump, Keith and Nicole have installed an 18-meter swimming pool, a gym, and a full-sized tennis court. The home is also surrounded by large grass mounds to block out prying eyes, They also own several properties in North Sydney's exclusive Latitude Building. Yeah, well, that place in North Sydney, that's because when they go into the city, they need a place to stay. So they bought one place, a penthouse apartment, uh, I don't know, 10 or 11 years ago. And then they bought adjoining penthouses later, and then they made this huge mega apartment. So (laughs) that was only for 13, 14 million, something like that. So I don't even worry about it. 
All right, just stop whining. Quit what you're whining. If you got to meet them in the city, you're going to have to meet them in their building. Okay, but the picture of their of their home uh, is uh, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. I mean, I don't know where they stayed when they were in town for the Oscars. Maybe they didn't stay at all. Maybe they just flew in. Uh, they stayed. They got a little room to change in, and then they hopped on a plane and flew back to Australia. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they Airbnb'd some one-bedroom joint up in the hills of Hollywood for the Oscars, but probably not. Okay, I am so fascinated by this Michael Irvin case. I don't know who to believe. I want to believe Michael Irvin. But I, and, and, okay, so let's say that what this lady claims is true. Okay. Uh, how terrible is it? Okay, so, I mean, nothing physical actually happened, right? So Irvin then sued. Uh, for $100 million in damages from the Jane Doe involved as well as the Marriott, right? Okay. Now, Irvin says this is like modern-day lynching. Takes me back to when a, where a white woman would accuse a black man of something and they would take a bunch of guys that were above the law and run in the barn and put a rope around his foot and drag him through the mud and hang him by a tree. Okay, Michael, calm down. <laughs> Okay. Does it remind you of that? Maybe you ought to rethink why it reminds you of that. Okay, Mike, calm down a little bit. Marriott filed the motion to dismiss the suit. They claimed that the unnamed victim made a complaint about Irvin making unwanted sexual advances. Okay. Asking the employee if she knew anything about having a big black man inside of her. Now, the Marriott wrote, Irving's counsel, you know, of course, uh, provided an inaccurate summary of the video footage. Uh, so let's see the footage. Okay. The judge, they delayed the footage. The judge was pissed, told him to get Irvin the video footage immediately. Um, they also uh, claimed that the former NFL player was the one who made this about race, not the victim. Okay. Uh, the video portrayed to the court allegedly shows Irving reaching out and touching the victim's arm, their conversation during their conversation without her consent. Okay. So you're talking to someone, you reach out and touch their arm. Is that all right? All right, without her consent. They pointed out that Jane Doe was noticeably uncomfortable and attempted to leave the situation at various moments. According to the lawsuit, two other hotel employees reportedly noticed their co-worker in an uncomfortable state when she returned to work. Are we ruining this man's career for a, someone who felt uncomfortable i guess we are i guess we are now the accuser went to work the next day reported the incident to her manager because you couldn't report it you know at the time because you're too shook up and uh she told uh they told her to take her complaint to loss prevention i guess that's where you need to take those complaints to loss convention so file the filing also claimed that after the alleged incident Irvin turned to another employee saying out loud she bad and i want to hit that before slapping himself in the face three times saying keep it together mike <laughs> uh, so i mean they're 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 saying that you know this did not happen they denied that 
Now, according to this, Irvin was only seen touching the woman four times throughout the video, twice for a handshake to say hello and goodbye, and two touches on the elbow. She never acts upset. She doesn't act like there's any problems at all. I want to see this video. I want to see it for myself. I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know what was so terrible about it. The NFL investigators showed up at the hotel and asked if the victim was willing to speak to her. Uh, the accuser agreed to the interview, and that's when they, the NFL investigator has seen the video. I uh, guess they allowed her to see it at the, at the hotel. And following the review of the video, the NFL investigator escalated the matter, and additional NFL personnel quickly arrived at the hotel. The Marriott's lawyers say that the league made the decision to remove Irving from the hotel, Okay, and uh, they sent him home from the NFL Network's coverage of the Super Bowl. So, I mean, Michael maintains his innocence. Uh, he said, uh, I don't even remember it really because I had a few drinks, to tell you the truth. Okay, so already he's admitted there that he was he had a few drinks, so he doesn't, you know, nothing happened. I want to see the video because, okay, let's say, Let's say for the sake of argument, you and I, we're sitting down, we're talking, okay? And we are saying uh, he made her feel uncomfortable. Is that worth a career? I guess in today's world it is. Uh, I guess it is. Uh, I, I guess. And according to this, you know, she attempted to back away. He continued to harass her. He attempted to grab the victim's hand, said he was sorry he brought up bad memories for her. The victim pulled her hand away, tried to back away. I'd like to see the video. However, uh, you know, Irvin's attorneys say that's hogwash. And there's eyewitnesses and Michael's own testimony, as well as common sense. We'll release the video next week. There is no sexual assault. The fact Marriott is taking the position that it is is an insult to all the true female victims out there. I kind of feel that way. I'm on Michael's side here, but I do want to see the video. And we're never really going to know, right? We're only going to know what she said and he said uh, and he says. And he already he already admitted that he was had a few drinks. And that uh, so he does, you know, we have to question a little bit of the validity of what he said. The validity of what he said. Uh, I might have had a few drinks myself. And uh, so we'll see. I just, I want, I can't wait to see the video. I want to believe Michael. I don't know why. I just kind of do. But if it's true, do you, I mean, this guy, his, this is a big deal, uh, a huge deal, right? Because if he's found, if they, you know, throw this case out for the hundred million and they find that he, you know, if they said, well, yeah, it looks like he actually did say that. I mean, I would say to that, so, uh, she felt uncomfortable. Oh, damn. Should he ruin his career because of that? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Does that, there's, there, I, there certainly hasn't been more people coming out of the woodwork saying what a douchebag Michael Irving has been to them. Right? So you would think that if he is that much of a douchebag to actually do that to someone working at a hotel... That's not the first time that's happened. It just isn't. It just doesn't happen overnight. And Michael's been around the around the block a few times. So I'm sure he's treated people badly over the years. But if has he been aggressive 
and uh, actually tried to have some sort of uh, sexual harassment to other women or men in the past, you would think that if that was the case, that they would be coming out of the woodwork right now. And that isn't the case. So, I mean, unless people start coming out of the woodwork saying, yeah, Michael, Michael did that to me too. I was in a hotel in (laughs) Poughkeepsie and Michael was there for the NFL network. And he tried to, he asked me the same question. (laughs) He asked you what? Well, he asked you, uh, you know anything about having a big black man inside of you? <laughs> I just, okay, all right. Okay, so that story really wasn't family friendly. Uh, well, I mean, it's okay. I didn't break too many non-family rules there because, you know, don't forget the email I got from O'Toole's talking to me that uh, we have to have family friendly shows now. Uh, O'Toole's pissed at me uh, driving the kids around. So she's probably really mad at me now. And I say she, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's a she. I don't know. Could be a he. But uh, just know this is joke of the day is coming. Uh, sent to me over the same email address, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. And it's a big guy joke. Okay, so we're going from a big guy story to a big guy joke. So if the kids are in the back seat, wait till you drop them off. Okay, uh, pause it now. Wait till you drop them off. Okay, a patient and his doctor are walking in the halls of a hospital. Did you pause it yet, or are you going to listen? The kids have their headphones on in the back. You okay? All right. I'm just I'm concerned about you. Okay. I've I've got my hand on your shoulder, on your elbow now. <laughs> you can pull away. <laughs> oh, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh man, that's the last thing I want is to make you feel uncomfortable. So a patient and a doc. Go ahead and pause it. A patient and his doctor are walking the halls of the hospital. They come to a room where a dude is taking care of business on himself. The patient says, Doc, why is he doing that? The doctor says, Well, that man has a medical condition where he doesn't doesn't ejaculate once an hour. His testicles will explode. They walk past a few more rooms and they find themselves at a room where a dude is receiving business from a nurse. And the patient asks, Doc, What's that guy's issue? And the doctor responds, Well, you remember the guy down the hall? That's the same condition. Better insurance plan. Better insurance plan. Get it? (laughs) All right. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.